Good morning. I'm Paige Winfield Cunningham from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Tuesday, January 26th. In today's news, House Democrats plan to focus impeachment trial on how rioters reacted to Trump's remarks. And the first U.S. case of a highly transmissible Brazil coronavirus variant has been identified in Minnesota. But first, here's the big idea. Last night, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell signaled he would step back from an ultimatum over Senate rules that had sparked a partisan showdown and threatened to obstruct President Biden's early legislative agenda. McConnell said he was ready to move forward with a power-sharing accord with Democrats on how to operate the evenly divided Senate, diffusing a potentially explosive clash over the minority's rights to block partisan legislation. The Post's Mike DeBonis reports that McConnell had been concerned about the fate of the filibuster, that Senate rule that acts as a 60-vote supermajority requirement for most legislation. With many Democrats calling for its elimination, as their party takes control of the House, Senate, and White House, McConnell had sought assurances from the new Senate Majority Leader, Senator Chuck Schumer, that the filibuster would be preserved. Democrats bristled at the request, demanding that McConnell agree to a power-sharing arrangement that followed the model used during the last 50-50 to Senate in 2001. The party with the vice presidency and its tie-breaking powers, in this case Democrats, will control the floor agenda. Without that deal in place, Senate committees remained frozen from the previous Congress, where Republicans held a majority. That has created the unusual circumstances where Democrats have control of the floor while GOP chairs remain in charge of most committees. Last night, McConnell said he was prepared to move forward on a deal modeled on that 2001 precedent. This came after Democratic Senators Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema publicly reiterated their opposition to eliminating the filibuster. Biden said in July that he'd, quote, take a look at eliminating the filibuster if Republicans became overly, quote, obstreperous, but has otherwise been respectful of the traditions of the Senate, where he spent six terms before becoming vice president in 2009. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki indicated Friday that Biden intends to keep seeking to work with Republicans and has no plans to change his views on Senate rules. It could be months before the filibuster issue again comes to a head. Biden's first legislative priority is passing a $1.9 trillion pandemic relief bill, and he's seeking Republican support to pass it without sidestepping the normal legislative process. And that's your big idea. Here are two other stories that should be on your radar today. Number one. Last night, the House formally delivered an article of impeachment charging former President Donald Trump with inciting the deadly insurrection at the Capitol, as Democrats prepared to use his own words as evidence against him in his Senate trial next month. The Post's Sungmin Kim and Tom Hamburger report that the nine House impeachment managers walked over to the Senate shortly after 7 p.m. to deliver the article against Trump, setting in motion his second Senate impeachment trial. The impeachment managers and their advisors have been meeting daily, scouring hundreds of hours of evidence to build an elaborate timeline that is constantly being updated. One idea under consideration is to produce a video that highlights how the rioters reacted to Trump's remarks that day and shows footage of the violent mob inside the building. But at the same time, allies of Trump are growing bullish that as more time passes since the fatal siege, the momentum in favor of convicting the former president and permanently barring him from public office is fading. Trump's coming Senate trial 
which is not set to begin in earnest until February 9th, has ensured that the remnants of the Trump presidency are hanging over the first days of President Biden's tenure, complicating his immediate agenda on Capitol Hill, such as the confirmation of his cabinet and passage of a massive coronavirus relief package. Biden and his aides have assiduously avoided getting involved in the political morass of impeachment surrounding his predecessor, although the trial is likely to consume all of the oxygen in Washington once opening arguments begin. Today, senators will be sworn in as jurors as Trump receives the official summons. But the official trial proceedings will be delayed until the week of February 8th under a delayed timeline first proposed by McConnell and later approved by Biden. McConnell and a handful of Republican senators have made it clear that they would consider voting to convict Trump. But it still remains highly unlikely that at least 17 GOP senators would favor doing so. Number two. Yesterday, Minnesota officials announced they have identified a person infected with a highly transmissible variant of the coronavirus that has been spreading at alarming rates in recent weeks in Brazil. According to my colleague Joel Achenbach, this is the first report in the U.S. of the P1 variant, which has been of particular concern to scientists as they have observed the disastrous surge in infections in the Brazilian city of Manaus. One research study published in the journal Science estimated that 76% of the Manaus population already had been infected by the coronavirus. That should have put Manaus close to herd immunity. The new surge has raised fears that the P1 variant has mutations that allow it to evade the human immune system, but evidence to support this hypothesis remains limited. The Minnesota Department of Health said the case there involved a Minnesota resident with recent travel history to Brazil, and the variant was detected through genomic sequencing of random blood samples as part of a surveillance program. The person reported feeling sick the first week of January and was tested January 9th. The health department said they have been in isolation. The department is continuing to investigate the case. All viruses mutate, but the Brazil variant is one of three that have drawn particular global attention. One, first identified in the United Kingdom, is already spreading in the U.S. Another, identified in South Africa, hasn't yet been identified in the U.S. But the Brazil variant is causing the most concern among experts. Most scientists believe the vaccines will remain effective against the variants, a belief bolstered by research released yesterday by Moderna, maker of one of the two vaccines authorized in the United States. British scientists said late last week that they have preliminary evidence suggesting that the UK variant may be about 30% more lethal than the more common strain of SARS-CoV-2. The researchers emphasized that this is a new variant and that they're still trying to understand its clinical effects. The scientific community has not produced evidence that the South Africa or Brazil variants cause a different level of disease severity. But both have incited particular concern among scientists because they contain mutations that may allow the virus to evade the effects of some antibodies. And one more thing before I go. This is an intense moment in American history. In times like these, I'm grateful for all my colleagues at The Washington Post. Our reporters work around the clock and around the world to uncover the stories that are shaping our lives and to bring context to the historical events happening around us. Their reporting is what drives this podcast. And truly, it wouldn't be possible without subscriber support. If you enjoy this podcast and you'd like to support the reporting that goes into it, the best way to do so is through a subscription to The Post. A subscription gets you unlimited access to everything we publish. This week only, listeners can get two years of access for just $59. That's less than a dollar a week. 
Learn more and subscribe at WashingtonPost.com slash subscribe. That's WashingtonPost.com slash subscribe. I hope you'll consider it, and thanks. That's The Daily 202 for Tuesday, January 26th. I'm Paige Winfield Cunningham. Thanks for listening.